more news from Random Thoughts from a Therapist. And here we go. The Texas Supreme Court has ruled that the state can investigate parents of transgender youth for child abuse. And it also ruled in favor of one family that was under investigation. How nice. Trans youth abuse reporting or lose licenses for providers? That's where this is headed. And I'm kind of wondering if there's, of course, not a third option. The clinical psychologist in today's news feared that being forced to report abuse or lose their license to practice if they failed to report it was a big deal. I think this sentence and maybe this fear could use a bit of unpacking. The idea that a mental health professional must report or lose their license? First, there are seldom either-or scenarios in practice. Second, the mental health of the patient is the issue, not the law. Bold statement? Sure, but let me continue. Ethical decision-making must be key based on the health of patients. This should not be dictated by insurance or laws, but by licensing and clinical training and this other thing called science. Neurobiology, genetics, hormones, brain structures, brain material, and patient life satisfaction, not a genitalia-centrist thinking necessarily, are ways to treat patients grounded in evidence. Further, the identified patient and their family, in the case of minors, must all be treated for successful outcomes. You can't treat a child without treating a family. Most all research supports that very bold statement. Treating a minor and not the family is really not possible. Unless, of course, the child's already been removed from parental custody. One might consider that if a clinician colludes with a minor in denying open familial communication, laws like the one in Texas will take shape and gain momentum. You see, the guise of confidentiality and abuse prevention as a reason not to involve a child's family are actually the enablers to secrecy. Besides, if open communication results in abuse, meaning a child and the family or the family and the child have an open session facilitated by a licensed mental health professional and abuse results from that, that's reportable for sure. What is worse, sending a kid home with a secret disguised as confidentiality, as if that's a child's burden in the first place, or being open about a life-changing topic such as trans youth questions? Look, suicides happen in secrecy, avoidance, fear, and shame, and yes, they are a symptom of mental illness, but they're often tied to loved ones. And definitely children have loved ones. Like it or not, children have rights. Like it or not, parents have rights. Like it or not, science-based care moves treating professionals away from all-or-nothing thinking and on to solutions-based outcomes. Helping people understand more is called psychoeducation in the business of mental health care. And mental health care providers are responsible for psychoeducation. Treat the family 
and most of the shenanigans involved in laws like abuse reporting, transgender affirming care, will resolve. Treat the whole family, and these shenanigans will almost certainly resolve in the treatment provider's office. Will some of these cases end up in court? Sure. And good record keeping by mental health providers will guide legal teams and judges to make ethical, professional, and legally informed decisions. Stop arguing and start treating. My own opinion? Well, this mixed elected judge in Texas, anyway, ruling only forces providers to do more and to do better in practice. Like it or not. Politics do not guide treatment. Insurance should not either. Medical professionals and those who provide legal consent for care and the patients, these ones guide care and efficacy in treatment outcomes. This is all simpler than we are making it, this transgender youth abuse reporting controversy. Laws are not ethical or medical, sadly. Mostly, they're political. Treatment, however, should be based on science. Hopefully, the mental health community will be able to get back to ethical medical care. Hashtag hopefully. A little follow-up thought here as a P.S., If providers are really scared to practice, then they can do this other thing like call their malpractice liability risk management lawyer and get case-by-case advice. Oddly, this coverage is also a great resource in problem-solving ethical care. Oh, and when providers do call, if they decide to do that, they should probably take excellent progress notes. That's my take in random thoughts from a therapist.